Hey, 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 what is up, CW Fighters? You amazing and sexy folks. So I just want to say this episode is long overdue. Um, I finished it a couple weeks ago, but I'm trying to... <laughs> Drew and I, we're trying to get um, weekly episodes out to you, so even though we're not interview, interviewing people, uh, we still want to be able to, like, he and I just meet up and we just chat and cover something really cool. And this topic, I think, is something not talked about that much. And um, it was actually it was a lot of fun talking about it. Um, but I, I had a cold and it got the best of me, so... I mean, for about a week and a half, man, I was I couldn't talk, man. My whole body ached. It was crazy. On top of my two jobs, which are both labor based, yeah, it was it was just very exhausting. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was able to edit this and get this done, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Oh shoot, dang! I know you guys will enjoy it. And don't forget to support us in any way you can because that'll keep the show going. It'll help us go on expeditions, help us get better equipment and the works. And you can do this by being a monthly subscriber. Or you can um, invest in some of our merchandise, and you can kind of promote who we are. Even shoot, even promoting who we are that'll really help. Just sh send the the show out to somebody who you think could really benefit from it. And also, there's Drew's tags. You totally check out check out Drew's tags if you haven't. Um, he's always pumping out something with that, and it's it's really cool. And without further ado, let's just go on and get started with the show. And if you have a story or encounter, shoot us an email or a detailed voice message to cryptidwarfare at gmail.com. That's C-R-Y-P-T-I-D-W-A-R-F-A-R-E at gmail.com. Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? This is one of your hosts, Zook. And this is Truby. AKA Truski, AKA Ski, AKA the Bean Bandit. <laughs> What's more, good morning, guys. It is Sunday. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if you guys can hear me, but I'm trying to be as quiet as possible because I'm playing Navy SEALs right now because all my family's asleep. So, but anyways, yeah, we're going to have a good podcast today. Yeah, Drew, what are we going to be gonna talk about? The theories, the theories of cryptids. And I'm going to go about it biblically on Bigfoot. Ooh. Ooh, 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 ooh. See, and I, over here on my end, I can be a little loud because uh, my daughter's on the other side of the house and my son is gone. So <laughs> I win. <laughs> okay, so, well, the first one, um, and this is stuff that you can easily find. So it won't take a whole lot of effort, but I broke down these these long articles. Says in a ground, and this is going to cover. Um, it's a it's a human monkey hybrid type thing that was created um, a while ago. Um, but it's a uh, in a groundbreaking study, scientists led by Juan Carlos Ispizua uh, Belmont created a human monkey chimera that survived for twenty days. This allowed them to study the earliest stages of human development, and focusing on a crucial process called gas. Drolation <laughs> that uh, that occurs about two weeks after fertilization. Anywho, and then I'm going to put this link in the description as well, but I'm just going to stop there just due to time's sake. Uh, there's another one. 
too. And it's uh, the human genome is like, uh, oh, and this breaks down the human genome too. So you can better understand it. The human genome is like a 3 billion letter instruction manual found in chromosomes of every cell. It includes coding regions for about 20 to 25,000 genes and non-coding regions. 2003 scientists I like genes. Coded. <laughs> yeah. Um, and by 2003, scientists has decoded the entire DNA sequence of the human genome. The genetic information is essential for the body's function, allowing cells and tissues to renew and uh, survive. So, and this is crazy because the article goes into father and just saying like every genome is um, crazy unique, um, except for identical twins. I mean, uh, there's, you know, they're identical. So, <laughs> um, but there still are slight variations, but it's just, it's crazy. And this to me just goes into a, a more of a, a creator because it's literally a 3 billion letter instruction manual. So DNA and it's a complex sequence as well. I mean, they say the scientists say here that they figured it out. Um, the whole DNA sequence um, of the genome, but I'm like, no, because <laughs> um, the thing with science, it, it, most of it, I mean, you have your foundational level of science, but it'll change just about every decade because they keep discovering more and more and more. Um, and let me pull up this other article. Um, and this is going into uh, you know, more science-y. Um, and this is going over clones because clone, cloning has been around for quite a while. A while. And, I mean, TikTok is probably one of the best places you can find a lot of this um, information. But, two, it can also be one of the worst, uh, one of the worst places. So, whenever you find a video on there that seems that you're even thinking seems pretty legit, download it as fast as you can because more than likely it slipped past their radars and they're going to delete it as soon as they find it. Because there's a whole lot of really good information on TikTok. But remember, there people have a lot of opinions and voices on there. That doesn't mean they're accurate. But you can find quite a bit of accurate uh, leaked information on there. Let's see. Um, so here's another cloning thing. Because I'm sure back in, uh, I think I was in junior high or so. So maybe was this like the 90s? Um, I forgot. Was it Sally the Sheep or something like that was cloned? Yeah, um, you talking about in England? Yeah, it could have been. Yeah, that was. Back I just know. I just remember when I was a kid, and it survived for quite that a while. Was back in early two thousand one. Oh wow! Okay. Because I can't. Because I remember it was the same year as nine eleven. Damn! Wow. Golly, and that's so much to get into. <laughs> like, what a year! Uh, let's see. Um, so, for domestic animals, they can be cloned using techniques such as embryo splitting. Uh, oh yeah, and when you split split the embryos, that's when you come up with like hybrids, like crazy. Not just clones, but I mean, you can do this gene splitting um oh on, uh, a, on a quick note with that i was um doing some research on that as well with the whole gene splitting and um merging dnas they usually i was reading how they do it they take a human man sperm and inject it into an animal egg or they get the dna of the animal sperm and inject it into a female egg pretty crazy huh yeah and, and they uh at least our society here in America, um, they'll make it seem like that's it's not that simple. And I'm like, well, I mean, it's it's. I mean, there's a lot more that goes into it, but it kind of is that simple. Now, if it's with like another, yeah, you know, species like an animal or something, uh, I don't know. It's it can get really crazy, but that's why it's like you know with DNA and that sequencing and crap. All you need to do is just put different pieces of the puzzle that fit in the same place. Now it can happen, but I mean, the the creature probably won't survive for very long, but they have, unfortunately, they have a lot of 
people like victims that they can can use like um that I don't know. It's kind of like the missing 411. All those people that end up missing, more than likely, if the body's not found, they're probably still, they're more than likely still alive and they're being used for experiments and crap like that. Um, but uh, yeah, even my college professor, who was a doctor outside of uh, teaching us biology, um, he was just talking about one of this one of his lectures, and this was in 2013, 2015, maybe, somewhere around there. But uh, yeah, that basically the rich, they can actually choose to get rid of certain characteristics that might be in their family if they want to have like the perfect child, and they can modify their um, the, the embryo or, or the DNA to an extent so that their kid can have certain eye color, hair color. Um, I don't know. I'm like, dude, that's crazy. All right, guys, as you know, um, Zip does like the whole science and fact checking on it. And I always um, I always try to do like the biblical route. OK, so um, looking up Bigfoot and how it relates to the Bible. Um, all right, I'm just going to go ahead and do it. All right. Uh, some people look in the Bible and claim to find proof that Bigfoot exists. Usually the theories involve the Esau, usually involve Esau, Cain, or the Nephilim. Esau was born covered in hair in Genesis 25-25, and his descendants, the Edomites, were enemies of Israel. These facts lead to some to speculate that the creatures we call Bigfoot are actually modern-day Edomites who have inherited Esau's traits of being a man of the field in Genesis 25-25. All right, all right. Well, here's another one. Um, it involves Adam and Eve's Adam and to me, this is this is pretty interesting. Adam and Eve's son Cain. Cain was, of course, the first murderer, and he was cursed by God and condemned to be a relentless wanderer on the earth. Gen Genesis 4:12. Some, some say that Bigfoot is a descendant of Cain, like his forebear. Bigfoot is cursed to live apart from the rest of humanity and has been monsterized in his appearance. This would make Bigfoot similar to basically to the descendants of Cain. And with that said, um, it's pretty, pretty interesting. Um, when it talks about Cain, it says that he was um, cursed by God to be a relentless wanderer on the earth as a punishment for slaying his brother, Abel. Cain was marked by God so that any who saw him would not kill him and end and his torment in Genesis 3, verses 10 through 16. One of the interpretations of all this is that Cain could not die and wanders all over the earth till this day. The mark, I've heard others say, is that he was covered in hair and naked. This obviously matches the description of Sasquatch. If you continue with Genesis count, if, if you continue with the Genesis account, however, it says that Cain wanted to live in the land of Nod, the east of Eden, and fathered Enoch, from which who built the great city in Genesis three verse seventeen. The account goes on the name of multiple descendants. And other than that, I've seen nothing in, in the description of the descendants, basically uh, to lead me to that they were hair-covered beings, you know. But obviously, uh, Sasquatches don't build cities, you know. 
Um, (laughs) Neither do, basically, I believe that every Sasquatch witness has actually had a cane sighting. (laughs) In fact, that cane went to be the builder of the cities. He was a father of many, apparently normal, non-hair-covered descendants. And that the theory is dependent on Kane being one of the only Sasquatches in the entire Earth. Makes this one basically a stretch, none to say, in my opinion. Um, another popular biblical theory is that uh, Sasquatch species is a remnant population of the legendary Nephilim. I kind of lean towards more of those. I think they're a um, they kind of like a subspecies of Nephilim in a way. Mm-hmm. Okay, so many have interpreted uh, this verse. The Nephilim were on the earth in those days and also afterward when the sons of God went into the daughters of men and had children with them. They were heroes of old, men of renown. So in that case, uh, the Nephilim were not human, at least not what we would, at least not what we would consider human. Um, they were breeding with the daughters of men. Whatever the case is, the Bible seems to be clearly differentiating between the Nephilim, whatever they were, uh, the daughters of men, humans, and uh, the fact that two different races could mate and have viable offspring clearly supports the idea that the Nephilim were primates of some sort. It is uh, further um, basically posted by this that the offspring would have been very large and in some degree giants in their own right. You can actually spiderweb off of there to mountain giants as well. Mountain giants are totally different compared to Bigfoot. Um, you know, and Nephilim, to me, they're all in the same human genome. And what's crazy is that monkeys, they're 90%. No, 95%, like like scientific, 95% factual with our traits, 95%. And they're just 5% off. That's what's so crazy with how we're built. Sasquatch is more like 98% to what we are. It's kind of saying something. Have you ever had a close encounter with the unknown? Have you stumbled upon a conspiracy that's just too strange to be true? Well, now's your chance to share it with the world. Our Cryptid and Conspiracy podcast is on the hunt for the most intriguing and unexplained stories. And we want to hear from you. Submit your tale by voice message or email and join us as we delve into the mysterious world of cryptids and conspiracies. So don't keep your story to yourself. Let's explore the unexplained together. Get in touch and let's make some noise. Links in the show notes. Get ready for some monster-sized entertainment with no pesky ads. Subscribe to our Cryptid and Conspiracies podcast for just a few coins a month. And listen to all the spooky tales of the unknown creatures and conspiracies in commercial-free bliss. Get your subscription now and join the hunt for the truth today. Link in the show notes. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna be a jacked squatch. <laughs> yeah, but it's kind of yeah, it's crazy though. But um, all right, so here's another one. Um, we'll get into Esau. Okay, as as you all know, Esau, uh, he was another biblical uh, man in the Bible, another biblical character. 
Um, it's also mentioned that when it comes to the topic of Esau, um, <clears throat> certainly Esau's physical attributes are described in far more detail than whatever the mark of God affected on Cain was with, was, or what exactly the Nephilim might have looked like. Because in reality, all it says is just one thing is just giants, you know, and they're very powerful. It doesn't say like their whole chemical makeup. Um, anyway, so many lead toward the idea that Sasquatches are the descendants of Esau, the son of Isaac and Rebekah in Genesis 25, verses 24 through 25. And it tells us of the birth of Esau and his brother Jacob. And here's the verse. Uh, when the time came <clears throat> for her to give birth, there were two boys in her womb. The first to come out was red. And his whole body was like a hairy garment. So they named him Esau. It's kind of funny, though, is that some Nephilims in North America, in, in um, Kandahar, red hair, giants. You know what I'm saying? Our buddy T. And Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like T. Yeah. <laughs> that hairy, red-headed stepchild. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> love you, T. And then in yeah. Genesis uh, 25, uh, chapter 25, verses 27 through 28, it continues. The boys grew up and Esau became a skillful hunter, a man of the open country, while Jacob was a quiet man, staying among the tents, right? Okay, so um, the well-known story continues with Jacob tracking, oh, tricking Esau out of his birthright and stealing Isaac's blessing for his firstborn son by pretending to be Esau. Jacob tricks his father by covering himself with the hairy hide of a goat so that when his father laid hands on him, he would believe it was Esau he was touching. Okay, the fact that this description worked gives testimony on how hairy Esau must have been and the reddish... Um, skin um, no the reddish hair of Esau's hair covered body is um, basically of a of a brownish red collaboration often attributed to Sasquatches today. So yeah and in fact that Esau is described as a skillful hunter that's um basically like primitive living or uh, in the wild, and basically, um, it you know, and he him liking the taste of wild game, uh, and camping out and um, you know, and in like exotic areas and stuff like that, and yeah, it just leads to more credence of this history. And I'm gonna wrap this up real quick, and I'll let you speak, and then I'll jump back on again, uh, but. To me, there are problems with this idea that the Sasquatches seen today are descendants of Esau. However, as a um, documented in the Bible, Esau uses language. He rode horses, wore clothing, and he also commanded men to think that his descendants would have somehow de-evolved into beings that, you know, by all accounts are much more primitive to me is is unlikely in my mind so um here's here's a little quick one 
Uh, there's another less popular biblical theory on uh, basically floating around the community out there that involves beings that some believe might have been Sasquatches or at least their ancestors. It is said that the Israelites, after making their exodus from Egypt, were um, <clears throat> were basically hanging out by the rock, throwing primitive, just basically just when Moses split the rock, right, and how everyone drank from it. It states that the majority of people still went with Moses, but other people lost faith, and their theory is that they could just de-evolve and just went primitive. And you know how it is with humans, they they adapt to their surroundings, right? So they like de-evolved, but it just doesn't make sense. Like that just to me that's just kind of like a big like I don't know. But um but I'm gonna end it with this. Um I don't really understand why people of faith are often threatened by the possibility and the existence of Sasquatch and these species and other cryptids. Uh, in my mind, um, the Sasquatch is just another one of God's wonders. Um, whether the Bible does or does not mention them, it doesn't matter to me a bit. Um, many actually, most uh, creatures are admitted from Scripture. Uh, the Bible really isn't a story of the animal kingdom, after all. So, this should hardly be surprising. Neither does the idea that Sasquatch is closely related to we as humans um, disturbs me. It, it doesn't disturb me at all. Uh, the DNA of a chimpanzee is actually 96% identical to that of the humans. Uh, maybe Sasquatch is genetically 98 to 99% identical to we humans. No big deal to me. These stuffs don't shake my faith at all. I believe in God. I believe that the Sasquatch is a living, real living creature. And I don't think the two beliefs have to be mutually exclusive at all. And um, not only that, um, you know, also too, the Bible doesn't clarify everything on how on how gene splitting is you know about the whole animal kingdom about how them you know about how about how fallen angels you know like do scientific stuff on splitting dna with humans and stuff like that it, like it, it don't matter it basically just states this on how we should live to a day-by-day -day basis and teach the word of god and teach the story of jesus christ is basically what it's for but like it says in you know, my notes like it doesn't give us a um it doesn't give us a factual census on about the animal kingdom at all. So, you know, to me, if people believe in spiritual warfare, I don't see why they can't believe in a flesh and blood creature. You know what I mean? So that's my argument. That's what I got. Man, there's so much. Uh, there's a lot to take away out of that. Um, for, for, for starters, I want to talk about just uh, names and the importance because uh, that'll, that'll be the genes, the lineage. And the importance of names actually gives more authenticity to the Bible, because if you trace back names, you can see that back then, specific names were very popular. And it's kind of like the same in this culture as well. And there will be things, too, that we're not we are not 
like we're never going to have all the answers like laid out for us we're and but but that's why god you know created our minds so we can discover and we can learn and grow and we just need to find comfort in knowing we're never going to know it all and someone who does say they know it all stay away from them they're liars might just be satan <laughs> so so you know it didn't work out too well for him but yeah. but back to genes i mean just in general just giving names it's not just names um and i mean it's a family tree but it also goes into bloodlines and those bloodlines can be traced back to even um generational curses even a freaking what's his face abraham abraham's uh uh, when he slept with his uh, servant um, because Sarah yeah. was just too old and they, he didn't think they could have kids. And the child that he had with that servant, um, now that's actually like a cursed bloodline as well. And I believe that eventually led to, is it Islam? I think it's Islam. Uh, it, I, I, there's just so much to dig into with scripture. And whenever you truly dig into scripture, because listening to Michael Heiser last year was the first year I had ever heard about him. It'll really blow your mind. I mean, how he breaks down scripture, but he literally has like a doctorate in Hebrew, Greek, Latin, like all, all this. Uh, and he knows how to explain it. And it's uh, for you to truly understand the actual language. You literally have to understand the language here in America where it's translated. I mean, we can only cover so much of it. And over time, it's been diluted. And as we mentioned in one of our previous episodes, uh, the King James Bible, King James also came out with uh, the, de, the de demonology book. So I'm like, uh, yeah, that's really made me think about just the accuracy of any translation. I mean, um, I am going to start reading more from the Geneva Bible. Uh, oh, I actually ordered one. Oh, you did? Dude, I'm, yeah. I'm so excited. I was literally before before we hopped on here, man. I was looking at some. I'm going to hop swing by Goodwill. You can find some really good books there at Goodwill. Dang, I was wanting to bring up some other things too. Oh, yeah. Um, how nobody, even um, Moses and those who had seen God, you know, he even saw, like Moses just saw like the shoulders or the backside of God as he turned away. Because we as humans, if we were to see God as he is in his true form, we would literally die. Like we just we can't handle that. I mean, that's beyond mm -hmm. our, our our concept of time and energy, spirit, like anything and everything you can think of. Like we just can't handle it. And he literally came down. He aged, um, and he was glowing after he came down from the mountain. And too many people try to kind of make God look like a certain thing, like just like Jesus. I'm like, I mean, Jesus is God in the flesh, but you don't actually know what God looks like. So the fact that we, I mean, that, you know, Drew did bring up um, how Bigfoot is closely related to us. I'm like, I don't know if that's still something I, I never really thought about, but, um, and I don't know if it's, if it's a curse um, or if Bigfoot was more of a creation, but I know that we as humans are completely different than anything else that God ever created. And, you know, we are yeah. created in God's image. Um, but I know it's, it's so wild to think about too many people are, They'll shove things to the side that are outside of their own, uh, I guess, their own reality they create by what they're told or what they're taught in our culture. And guys, please do some digging and research. Don't just take our word for it. Like and we mentioned this in just about every episode. Do your own studying, your own research. Get plugged into a Bible study as well because it's really good to be around a community. And especially when you start digging and when you're being tested and I don't know, being around community, it's just, it's, it's really, really awesome. 
Um, yeah, I agree. Um, on a on a side note, I didn't I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, but I know I just did. <laughs> so I said I didn't mean to cut you off, but um, I want to get this out before I forget. Um, and you're doing diary out the mouth. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, the thing that too that people say like uh, Bigfoot or Nephilim, you know all that. Like you really can't state those facts, okay? Because Nephilim were pretty evil, okay? And they had a sensations appetite, and they ate humans. They killed humans. You know, they hunted humans. And um, Bigfoot has half those traits, but of course, you see rogue Bigfoots killing people and stuff. But you also see Bigfoots helping people. You see cryptids helping people as well. You know, they have a sense of thought. They have a sense of feeling. Uh, the only times I ever see, well, I see ninety percent of the time when Bigfoot attacks. Of course, you got the other ten percent that just love just to kill humans, just cause. And they love to eat them and their blood and all that. You know, you have you have stories of that. Basically, like in Oklahoma, when uh, when when the whole Indians were going on during the Civil War times, they have a big story about that, where these uh, two Indian tribes with the colonel from the Continental Army basically killed a tribe of Sasquatches for eating their family. Uh, but you also have stories of Sasquatches helping people, protecting babies from bears, um, helping people that who are lost. You know getting them out of storms, you know, helping babies, like, basically who are, who are lost, and, you know, like, five days later, like, the whole, like, search team finds them, and this little kid goes, um, the bear man helped me, you know, um, yeah, there's just, there's, you know, there's just a lot of things, and, um, step into the unknown with our exclusive collection of cryptid warfare apparel, from epic tees, stellar hoodies, drinkware, hats, and more. Picture this, you're decked out in our hoodie, hat, and taking notes in our exclusive field journal, ready to expose the truths hidden in plain sight. So whether you're battling unseen forces, chasing mythical creatures, or connecting the dots in the grand conspiracy, we've got the gear to amplify your style. Gear up, gear in, and get ready to embark on the journey of a lifetime. Because the truth is out there, and you need the right tools to equip yourself with. If you're looking for one-of-a-kind art that is sure to make you stand out from the crowd, then look no further than Drew's Tags. Drewski has created a world of custom art that will take you on a wild ride through sports, space, travel, military, cryptids, and beyond. Whether you're a fan of Bigfoot, a reptilian, conspiracy theorist, or just someone who appreciates a good pun. Drewski has something for everyone. So why settle for a boring old print when you can have a custom creation that is as unique as you are? Reach out to Drewski today and get started on your one-of-a-kind masterpiece. Check out his Instagram link in the show notes. I don't know. To me, these things are very, very intelligent. And, uh, you know, it's like anything else, you know. You have, like, some bad apples out there, but... I don't know, but this thing I was reading too in uh, in the Bible to me this kind of leads this leads to the dogman theory in Daniel chapter four verses twenty five through thirty five. It talks about King Nebuchadnezzar, right? Well, God cursed King Nebuchadnezzar for a short time. Okay, the voice said that um, it basically it was God the Most High who 
put a curse on him because, of course, you know, you have to you have to pay your debts and you reap what you sow. So this is one of his reapings. Um, Nebuchadnezzar was forced to go away from his people. He began eating grass like an ox. He became wet from the dew. His hair grew long like feathers of an eagle. His nails grew long like the claws of a bird. Then at the end of the time, Nebuchadnezzar looked up towards heaven. And it was in his, and then after that he was in his mind, he was in his right mind again. And then God, then he gave praise to God the most high. He gave honor and glory to God who lives forever. And then God got him out of that, out of like that. I guess I have that like that mindset of being out in the wilderness and looking like that. And then he came back in the city and cleaned himself up. But he was out there for quite a while and uh, his hair grew very long and his fingernails grew like claws. They said he looked like a complete different person. He looked like a, a wild man. But as we know, as well as humans, they can't they can't just live on vegetation alone. You know, you need protein. So I guarantee he he ate animals alive and uh I'm just I'm just speculating here, but anyways, I just thought that was pretty interesting. So that was it. Well, also too, like we didn't they didn't have um how a lot of people are like, well, it wasn't exactly written like that in the Bible. So yeah, whenever they say wild man or the hairy man, I mean you sometimes you just gotta do a little bit more digging just on the context of that. Aren't there? Yeah, yeah. It's interesting whenever you start to uh look into the scriptures and just the areas uh that that they were like written in or around that golly, uh, and now modern in modern times, you can probably find a lot of cryptid encounters in those areas. And now you kind of, uh, kind of see where the origins of certain cryptids are, and how they came to be. Oh, this is something I was thinking of, but but it's wild with uh, Nebuchadnezzar and, you know, how he was cursed for a brief time, and then he looked up to the heavens, and that just it just makes me, I don't think I'm like, dude, so. There are so many things that we have done to sin against God, but that's the thing about grace and he can forgive you for anything. Now that doesn't mean you should go out and just live, live like hell, like forever, like all the time that, that makes grace look cheap. And so I, I just think it's, it's, that's such an interesting and beautiful thing. And I've, <laughs> I never thought about it till just now, whenever you talk about that, I'm ready to start jumping into some uh, cryptid encounters. Um, oh, the, and there are so I didn't mention earlier, but some German experiments, um, it's wild too that whenever you uh, kind of basically let, let demons possess you, um, of course, as we've mentioned before, like, you know, they want to destroy the temple of God. Like they hate us. And they're not really doing it to get at us. They're doing it to get at God. And they just, because we were made in his image. And dude, I mean, they can mutate you into something that will literally be unnatural. But that's the thing about the supernatural realm. Like it's supernatural. We'll never fully understand it because it's way outside of our own concept of reality. Because it's super. I know another good one too is uh, just skinwalkers. Mm -hmm. People, like when you're actually looking at skinwalkers, man, it's dark stuff for you to, if you want to be a skinwalker. It involves yeah, that's, you killing that's definitely and, more. That is straight up more like demon possession, straight up you. Yeah, it, it's that so crazy, man. Possession. You have to kill people close to you to be, I guess, basically accepted into that. <laughs> I must call it a program, but but into that uh, the occult or whatever you want to call that, and and then you have to continually bring other people in to also become skinwalkers, and if so they don't want to do it, then they're going to die. No one sounds like the Illuminati. You have to sacrifice something to get rich. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'll do that. That'll be another. Um, see, and then, uh, and and then uh, for for German experiments and crap like that, I remember them doing. Uh, they did switched heads, I think, between monkeys, and I think they did it with dogs. Um, as that well. was the. That was actually Russia. That was Russia. That was the Russian experiment. Oh man! Yeah. Well, the Russian experiments that was crazy where they did that. Yeah, well, that um, was like the Russian sleep experiments, and then you write on Germany because that was when World War II was going on. Okay, because I knew it was during. Golly, man! It's just—it's crazy how. I don't know. This world needs Jesus. So bad. There's so much evil, and then oh. uh Egyptians have they literally have documented? I mean, they didn't have cameras back then, maybe, <laughs> um, but they would have cryptids painted on their walls and stuff, like mm -hmm. that dog man thing. Um, and then there was, I think, a cat talking about like Anubis, talking about like Anubis. Yep, yep, it was that god, Anubis. Yeah, well, I had a friend of mine, um, and uh, well, it was it was uh, a friend, the one who uh practiced witchcraft and stuff. But she was here in Tennessee, and she was walking around a, an Indian graveyard, and she saw what she called a wampus cat. And, I mean, it was clearly a demon, but she said it was incredibly tall, maybe about seven, seven feet, eight. But its legs were bent backwards, kind of like an animal's, and it was walking upright. And it literally had like a cat face. Marco Polo talked about dogmen. They were paid uh, mercenaries. Yep. That were paid by kings. Yep. And it's yeah, yes, we're like a, a German or Russian war or something like that. And they, I don't know, they they, they chatted with dogmen chatted. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, man, and it was a freaking crazy battle. Yeah, they actually went to this little town in Russia. It was basically like the Russian military. They went to this little town, and um, the whole population was just ripped apart and not there. They were there in pieces in that little town. So they base camp they're feeding off the people of the village is that i mean i've heard a story of where um and this is where oh what do you call it um remote viewing or astro predict um they would come across these facilities like these government facilities that would have like these cryptic chimera hybrids or probably probably not well i'm sure they do have hybrids like that but they would just be hybrids of of people who were like mutated and they were like literally putting these prison cells or gel cells uh just held captive there because they were continually being experimented on and stuff like that and they were saying to these you know, people spirits like please help us and they would yeah. astro project back to their bodies and i don't know i know it's really odd stuff but it's so wild man this stuff is literally if you live near national park it might even be going on under your feet so that's why it's always good to pray for your house and your bedrooms and um just over everything in your property because I mean, there's there's evil lurking right under you most of the time, whether you know it or not. Yeah, that's gonna sum it up, ladies and gents, uh, for this episode. But yes, yeah, stay tuned for more uh, next week. Well, Drew, he's gonna pump out what we'll be talking about, but we're gonna discuss it after this episode. But yeah, yeah um, dig into the word, get plugged in, and keep searching. Because when you search, you will find. Yeah, guys, other than that, uh, when it comes to just just life in general, just questions, like, you know, I always just lean on God, you know. He's like my lighthouse, and so is his word. So, but other than that, um, I know some of y'all might be the starting of a rough year or might be starting of a good year. Who knows? But either way, guys, um, we just got to just keep our eyes focused on Jesus and um, 
yeah, like I said, you know, just keep our eyes focused on him. And uh, there's this thing that um, I actually written down. This, the devil is in the details, and he will use the flattery of a foreigner. And that's always been his method. So just remember, um, yeah, the devil's in the details. And, uh, you know, if certain things aren't happening, just take a step back and try to recognize who we're fighting against, what's going on. Because we're not fighting in the physical, guys. We're always fighting in the spiritual. So, But just like Z said, if you question anything, I dare you to read your Bible this year. From what it is, don't have a biased opinion. Just be open and just read it for what it is and what it says. That's it. And I guarantee you by the end of 2024, it will change your freaking life. I bet mm -hmm. you. But also, too, you if you read it unbiased, it's going to challenge you. It's going to piss you off. And it's going to make you really uncomfortable because it's going to convict you. So it still does that to me. But anyways. Yeah. Hoping you guys have a having a good 2024 so far. So other than that, too, if you anybody has any prayer requests, please guys shoot us an email, or also DM me on Instagram or Facebook or TikTok or whatever. But other than that, I'm still trying to push out devotions every day this year. So a matter of fact, after we get off of this, I'm gonna go do a devotion and put it out there. But um, yeah, and then Zook's got an awesome podcast coming up. He's going to be doing a commenting on a bunch of sermons and his Bible studies he's going off of. So that's going to be, it's going to be juicy. <laughs> oh man. I'm so excited. I was, I, I'm going to uh, launch it this week. Just before we uh, jumped on here, I was something else I was working on starting up a Spotify. What's it called? Listeners will know. Oh yeah. That helps strength of one. And I will link it in the show notes. Sweet. Oh, also, too, um, I guess if we start just – actually, you know what? That's way too much. No, we're good. Never mind. All right, everybody. <laughs> Till next time. All right, y'all. Stay – no, I'm just joking. This isn't Kevin's podcast. Don't say stay weird. This is <laughs> – no, don't even do Let's Get Freaky either. That's Kevin's. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys, just be safe and have a blessed day. And remember, we're not wrestling against flesh and blood but against principalities and rulers of this age and governors of this world. What? Yeah, I was really going to say that. <laughs> the Geneva Bible. The Geneva Bible. <laughs> Ephesians 6.12. Oh, I can't take it. All right, see you guys. All right, guys. Later. It's pretty simple. Anyway. I. Yeah. Just give me something to feel. They know the glass is full, so the drip has turned to a spill. Be careful what you wish, I for sure can grant your appeal. Cause when I hit you, they gon' blame me when you caught it off the field, right? I'm already cold, but I need to chill. I'm here to sharpen the skill while giving us some conversations where none of us getting killed. Look, that just how D feel. I'm buying land for the rebuild. Welcome to D field, plotting in isolation. Cause finding my way in this hypernation Delaying gratification by sowing my seeds now And understanding the patience uh, The book is already written, stop skipping pages Forgive me, the mind is racing If you take away the things you think you needed Life is basic, it's a movie, a lot of them playing Satan uh, 
be happy, God is free You follow truth if you follow me, just call me D I turn the page, you really think you doing something when you burning sage I done it all and it was nothing but a learning phase Yeah, that's demons casting out demons Giving yourself the power by telling God you don't need him I'm leaving all of my problems to the most high You see what God do behind the scenes and make your soul cry And you don't have to be in church with a suit and a bow tie I'm saying when you sink in here, be right there when your boat die I call him Wi-Fi, look, it's all about connection How much did he study when you see a man was tested? How much did you give when you give a man his blessings? One of my pet peeves is saying it was manifested You can walk outside right now and get shot and die any second There's two things I pray for and that's peace and protection Did you guess it? And I ain't saying go believe the reverend I'm saying my praying hands are a secret weapon I kept one for many years Struggles are souvenirs I see we not moving then that's the reason I disappeared Cause I'm on a mission to break loose in my future years Even if it looks super weird I should be the one Lucifer But can you tell me That isn't something wrong with me Cause I'm able to find peace without walking on the beach stress free I look at life like you should Cause everything you think is bad might be good Understood? Hold on Oh